guys. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Ellie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys toward wellness and how to navigate it all. We were inspired to learn about the journeys of normal people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices, from physical to emotional to spiritual, to figure out what wellness means to them and what works for them. We aren't doctors or experts, just average ladies figuring out how to live our best lives while tackling topics all across the wellness spectrum. It takes courage to share these journeys, and by talking about them and sharing personal stories of real people, we aim to destigmatize the process. Join us as we in our community share our courageous wellness. Hi. Hi, guys. Welcome. It's just us this week. Solo episode. We're so excited. We have so much that has happened in the last month that we are excited to share in our lives, in the wellness space. So we're going to do use this time as a recap of some of the things that we've experienced and want to talk about that have come up for us. Yeah. So this month, actually, Allie and I both did a cleanse. We did the Owl Venice Bone Broth Cleanse, and it was one of the most incredible experiences for me it's so interesting because I've never actually done a cleanse before at all ever because yeah I've just never done a cleanse that's not something that's ever really interests me and I think I just I just need to eat food yeah (laughs) well I think it's important to also like state that's like a word that can be applied to many different things and at the end of the day I don't totally believe in like cleanses I used to do like juice cleanses and it would leave me with such low energy, cranky, like, because you're crashing, you're, like, spiking and crashing your blood sugar all day long. So I really just, like, you know, you do you do things when you don't know that you yeah. think are right. But, like, ultimately, they never – I never got anything, like, good from those. Um, but the bone broth thing is more of, like, a reset is what they call it, like a digestive reset. Exactly. And what – I think, you know, um, Lindsay and Andre of Owl Venice, One Whole Life, um, it stands for, you know, they were both on our podcast and they're incredible people and their company is truly incredible and their product, you know, their bone broth are more like elixirs than traditional. I mean, it's traditionally based bone broth, but the way they make it and the way they want you to sip and enjoy it is much more of like an elixir than like a like a jelly soup. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with that said, when we had them on our podcast, they talked about this cleanse yeah. reset. And I think what sparked our interest in it is that I think a, per day, it's like 50 grams of protein in yeah. um, the broth. So you have um, three bone broths a day, essentially, a beef, a chicken, and a vegan mineral. And then you also have three shakes, like a matcha hemp shake, um, uh, ginger shake. Like a turmeric ginger. Yeah, I don't think there's turmeric in it, though, but... The golden one? Yeah, I know. I thought, I think it's just ginger. But it's all on there. We're going to link to their website so you can look, but I know. I thought so, too. It, it might have turmeric. It looks like it has turmeric. It definitely has ginger, um, and it has uh, squash, and it's... Yeah, it's um, really delicious. And then a beet uh, ginger as beet, well um, yeah. in the evening. And so... You feel full. And then if you need to add food, you can also add um, boiled chicken, avocado, and cooked greens. Steamed greens, yeah. So it's actually, I think that's what attracted me to it was it's like 
a digestive reset cleanse. You know, it's about healing your gut uh, through these bone broths, through these shakes that are made to heal your gut. And then if you are hungry, it's not about deprivation. Right. It's about adding foods that also complement the, the healing of the gut that's going on. Yes. And so... Um, they have four days, seven days, and 10 days, I think, um, are the three that you can do. We did the four days. Yeah. And it was, honestly, I think that's what's so interesting is after doing Whole30, I feel like I can do anything. <laughs> Not to, like, throw it back. Are you, you're looking it I'm up. I'm looking it up. Sorry. It does it have turmeric? It has cardamom. Cardamom. Slippery elm turmeric. Yeah. It does have turmeric. Okay. Sorry. I was like, I knew I tasted some, but I had to, I had to like. Okay. So it was the middle, the, the midday shake was a turmeric ginger. Well, it's also based, these like shakes, these milks that they call them are based in Ayurvedic principles too. Yeah. Which is really interesting. If you go to their website, which again, we're going to link in the link. show notes. Yeah. Go you, look in um, show notes. You can look at all the ingredients, and they're so delicious and incredible. Yeah, and so that's why it's all, like, healing, and and it was really, I think that was it. Like, honestly, after doing Whole30, it showed me that I can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, I think that's the greatest gift Whole30 has kept on giving me, is I truly, because I challenged myself with something I never thought I could do, I feel like I can do anything. Yeah. And so, the first day, for me... Um, was great. I wasn't hungry. And that's what they said. Lindsay and Andre were both like, you're not going to be hungry. You're just going to miss physically eating. Like chewing. And <laughs> I missed physically eating. I will say I had on all of the days of the cleanse, I probably had like a full avocado. Yeah. I didn't add any greens or broiled chicken, but um, I did add avocado. Like I had a half, maybe midday and a half later in the day. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it was great. And I felt so clear. My digestion was incredible. I had energy. I didn't really work out during the cleanse. Um, but it was, um, it was great. And I couldn't recommend it more. I did it for three and a half days. Cause we'll get into that. We poorly planned. So on our fourth day, we ended up going to Expo West, which we're going to talk about, but, um, the three and a half days went by so quick. It yeah. wasn't hard. Um, I was able to pack, you know, if you have Yetis or, um, Mason jars, it was, you know, easy to travel with. Yeah. And it comes in Mason jars. Yeah. Too, and and at the end of the day, you know, I felt, I think my intention going into this cleanse was really about, and, and it's interesting because this is what I've actually been really struggling with is, you know, post Whole30, I didn't feel great. Like it was hard for me to kind of find, I felt so good du- during Whole30, which was what our last solo episode was about, um, that it's been hard for me to find balance since then because it's almost like, especially when my stomach started hurting as I introduced things like peanuts, like I'm trying to avoid peanut butter and peanuts because that really bugged my stomach. Knowing how much better I feel in terms of brain fog and overall energy, not eating grains, Mm -hmm. not just gluten-free, but just not eating grains. Um, It's been hard because I have been eating grains and I have, so it's been really hard to find like, like, I haven't felt good. In the same way. In the same way post yeah. Whole30. But I also don't want to live Whole30 all the time. So it's been hard for me to find balance. So my intention going into the cleanse was really to 
And I just haven't felt great physically either. Yeah. So the, my, my intention going into this cleanse for these three and a half days was really to just like reset my gut, feel clear and good, and then be able to like figure out a new way to start fresh and kind of change my relationship with food. And I will say I did feel so clear and good on the cleanse that I think that part of my intention definitely manifested. But I am still personally trying to navigate my relationship with food now that I have all this knowledge and like knowing how I feel versus wanting to enjoy. It's been a very complicated, I will say that has been a negative post whole 30 that I didn't, I don't know if you would call that a negative, but I feel like I I like don't know how to eat anymore (laughs) because I either know how to be really Ultimately, for me, it feels restrictive, even though it isn't. But I know how to eat to feel good, but I don't know how to eat to just, like, live a balanced life. Not that I feel bad, but it, it's been it's been an interesting experience. So the cleanse definitely did give me that reset, and I feel better now than I did in the month of February. And, and we did the cleanse at the beginning of March. So. The beginning of March. I, yeah. So, yeah, so how was the cleanse for you? Sorry, that was a lot. No, no, it's a lot. And there's, like, stuff that you sort of touched on at the end, which we can come back to. I'll give you, like, a little recap of my experience. I was excited to do it because um, for a long time it's looked so delicious to me. I'm like, I want want that stuff. But um, I was traveling for my uh, back east to New Jersey for my grandfather's memorial service, and I knew that I was going to be away for a, a bit and you know when you travel sometimes things get out of whack and blah 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 so I knew it was going to be a nice like reset for me when I came back because let's face it like New Jersey there was like a lot of bowling alley food and like I, I was just living it up um and so interestingly enough what I didn't anticipate before my cleanse, I was like so looking forward to it, was getting the stomach flu. Yes. Um, a bad, like it was like a 24 or 48 hour bug, but it was like puking my guts up. And mm. I have not been that sick like that in memory. But mm. of course, me and 10 of my closest family members got a version of this flu. Um, so <laughs> luckily it happens like after the airplane, like it was post-travel. <laughs> But it was going into the day we were starting the cleanse. So actually, for me, when I was ready to eat eat anything again, I mean, I could barely keep water down mm. one day, but I was able to start on the broths and mm. then the next day start on the um, shakes. So it really, it was sort of this like accidentally beautifully built in sort yeah, of transition back to To like, heal you. Yeah. So I felt great. And then... We did end it a little early because we didn't plan well, but um, by the time I started eating, like, food again, I felt like I had given myself, like, a break because... Yeah. Just because it was such a rough bug. Well, and that's what, I mean, that's what bone broth is supposed to do, right? We've now done two episodes that really cover bone broth specifically, one with Owl Venice... Um, and one with... And one with Sharon Brown of Bonafide yeah. Provisions. Um, but it really is like once you heal and nourish your gut, you can eat real food and it not affect you right. in the same way. Like if you have a healthy gut microbiome, 
food is not going to like if you go and eat like a piece of cake once in a while or grains, even if you have that sensitivity, if you have a healthy working, working gut microbiome, you're yeah. not going to get sick. And for anyone who hasn't listened to that, we go more into depth about that with Sharon Brown um, on her episode. So check that episode out. It's really informative and talks a lot about um, the GAPS protocol. And Absolutely. it's really, really interesting. So and go back and listen to that. And yeah, and when I read The Microbiome Diet by Raphael Kelman last year and it yeah. was so informative because it really talked about if you follow a gut healing protocol um you could you only have to eat like, like healthy for you 70% of the time and you still won't mess up your gut which yeah. is truly incredible but of course we all have different variations of gut problems and gut management and um it's different for every single person so if you think you have serious gut issues. Um, this is definitely something to look into as a way to reset and restart, you know, your own healing journey. And I want to do it again, actually, Me too. um, for the full four days. I think I want to do it in May because April has always been your birthday is this month. It's Yay. so exciting. And, um, two family members birthdays are this month and it's, I'm going to a festival. It's festival season. <laughs> so LA, um, but I just know that it's going to be, like, a very enjoyable month. And I really want to enjoy it to the fullest um, with food and drinks and just enjoyment, right? Because that's part of life. So I'm thinking because it's a food-filled, non-deprivation cleanse, early May yeah. might be a good time to be like, oh, four days of, you know, nourishing gut-healing shakes and gut-healing broths that are so, like, I think that's the other thing about broth is that it absorbs the quickest into your system. And it's filling. And it's so filling. So, um, yeah, I definitely want to do it again. Yeah, they're so awesome. It's such a, it's such a, like, a beautiful, delicious kind of experience for a few days. Um, Truly delicious. Yeah, like, I miss it. Like, I'm going to actually, <laughs> you can order them. We just found out, you can like, order the individually. Shakes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they ship nationwide, so um, everybody can look into it. And again... And we don't get a kickback for this. We no, we don't. Like we it. just are obsessed with Owl Venice. We love um, their story. We love their products. We love... Because that's the thing, like, you know, you have to find the bone broth that works for you, and we love all different types of bone broth. And their vegan mineral broth, like, if you're vegetarian or vegan, is delicious. Yes. It has, like, a mushroom base, and... But, I don't even like mushrooms, but it's delicious. Yeah, so, but what's nice about owl is that it is much more of an elixir. So you, it's for it's me. It's meant for drinking. Yeah, so for me, it's like really part of a ritual. And on a regular basis, I'll sip it first thing in the morning or before bed. Yeah. And it's such a nice way to just take time for yourself and know that you're giving yourself really great nutrients and immune boosting minerals essentially it's so good bone broth is so everybody listening should be drinking bone broth please <laughs> it's like all I tell people now I'm like please drink bone broth for your gut your like everything please please drink bone broth that's my PSA um <laughs> so yeah. should we get into Expo West, West yeah because then we like hardcore broker cleanse um because Expo <laughs> West is for those of you who don't know, it's a natural products expo, um, big convention in Anaheim every year. Mm-hmm. And we were fortunate enough to go down this year, got to see a lot of friends and a lot of old um, podcast guests, which yes. was fun to run into people. And we were given um, badges. Yeah. For, so that's why it wasn't, we actually didn't 
we weren't planning on going and then we were able we were given badges which was such which was so incredible yeah um so that's why we ended up um working an indoor schedule even though it meant um ending our cleanse a little early because the fun part about expo west is you get to sample and try so many different products it's like think of it as like Costco, you know, like have you ever been to like Costco? Yeah, like, like wellness Costco. Costco. Yeah, it's like yeah, and it's like so literally booth after booth after booth, you're sampling stuff. And I got to so, a point where I like had to start turning things down because I was like in a, it was in like a sugar coma or something. And it was amazing because you know they have different um, areas, so you know like fermenting fairy. Um, yeah, sorry, like all this whole like soul episode is all about the gut now, but uh, fermenting fairy and her delicious you know gut healthy fermented foods. You know she had a booth and she was sampling her fermented teas and um, prouts and you know um, so you know small newer businesses even like Better Butch a kombucha company yeah. we love. Um, they were there, you know, so small local businesses all the way um to like major major brands yeah Yeah, you know where healthy is a relative term is a relative term you know it's which we're gonna get into because we have a lot of thoughts but um yeah it was amazing and we were able I think for me some of my favorite finds um personally were these wild chips (laughs) I'm so obsessed Oh, yeah, with they them. were delicious. So they're wild chips, and they're paleo. Um, I don't think they're Whole30 approved, but all the ingredients are Whole30. Um, compliant. Compliant. Um, and they're definitely paleo, and they're made, like, from chicken. Like they I know, taste, and that sounds gross, guys, but it's, it's not, not gross. It's not gross. It's delicious. I don't even know how it's... But it tastes like a chip. So... Yeah, it's crunchy like it's a chip. It's crunchy like a chip, but it's just chicken and it's you know yeah um, it's like 70 percent chicken and it's like good everything was really good high quality like the way they raised the chickens and the poultry um yeah so they had like chicken and waffles flavor that was so good and um and buffalo buffalo it was so so that was one of my it was favorite like finds. of course i loved like the simple mills like ready to bake brownies which <sighs> were so good and also great ingredients we love simple mills the honest stand cheddar dip <gasps> yeah Really clean ingredients. They do have natural flavors, so take that as you will if you avoid natural flavors. But other than natural flavors, all the other ingredients are really, really good. And it tastes like straight up like... Nacho, like liquid nacho cheese. From what I remember that tasting like. Yeah, (laughs) and so they had the nacho flavor, but then they had the cheddar flavor, which I have since used to make mac and cheese with. And it tastes mac and cheesy. So it was really yummy. Um, we tried lots of foods, but and we met wonderful people. But I think, you know, I think what we want to talk about specifically with Expo West that really opened our eyes is more than just like the cool products we were able to see. Is this idea in wellness, right? Yeah. Like, right? Like wellness is so can be so extreme, right? Like avoiding natural flavors. Um all organic, you know, all like very healthy. Um, but also, you know, and that's great, right? If we have that accessibility to it right, and the ability to afford those products. However, what we also saw were things that maybe the wellness community wouldn't brand as right. healthy. Like because like they would poo-poo a little bit. Because it wasn't maybe all organic ingredients or all... Um, 
or even, or because it used, you know, dairy, but even if it was grass-fed dairy, right, right. like protein, they, you know, like a protein shake, right, um, or even, um, you know, like... Or like some had some added sugar. Yeah, whatever. some added sugar, but I think it's this concept of, and this is what we saw, because we also saw, you know, some people, you know, I think, I think that's the thing with Expo West is, you know, there was so much, um abundance of stories on at least our Instagrams about it from people we follow or even if you just looked up the hashtag and so many people I think you know were like I think beyond just Expo West so many people are like I don't know how people live off of sugar all the time even if it's healthy sugar right like coconut sugar or small amounts of added sugar or honey or, or honey or whatever syrup. right but I think it's this greater concept of Outside of this, like, wellness bubble in L.A. or New York or any other major city with tons of access, tons of privilege, some people, if you're eating, like, Coca-Cola or drinking Coca-Cola every day, and then you switch over to a tea that still might have added sugar, but so much less than the Coca-Cola you're drinking, what an amazing swap you're making for yourself. Or if you're drinking a crap protein shake full of things you can't pronounce. Chemicals. Yeah, if you're having a protein shake with chemicals, essentially, and you can find a protein shake that still might not have, like, 100% great ingredients, but is 90% better than the crap you're already drinking, what What a a great great swap. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think it kind of opened our eyes to, like, there's so much judgment in wellness about not staying, like, whatever clean I'm using air quotes like clean you know be it like and it's just like it's so it's so judgmental yeah because it's also sorry not to totally interrupt but it's also just completely out of touch it's so out of touch it's like your experience is so far-fetched from like most people's experience and that's okay but it's not okay if you're not aware of it exactly and that's the thing for myself, like hard nose for me in life, like hard nose, especially from everything I've researched, is I really don't want to eat processed meat and I really don't want to drink soda. Yeah. To the like, if I can control those two things, yeah. those are two things that I, you know, especially like I, I went to the gynecologist last month and I'm totally fine, but like they thought they could have like felt something and yeah. I was like, <gasps> you know, it was really scary and like I'm okay, but I was like, wow, if I can control certain things that I put in my body that will give me the best chance of staying healthy later in life, I want to be able to do that. Right. But that's not everybody's reality. So if you're going to eat like a, fro- if you have to eat frozen food, right? Because that is like, you are a working mom or you are working in a hospital and you have to pack your frozen meal or you have to have frozen food in your freezer for your kids to eat because they have to feed themselves. How amazing is it that bigger companies are selling to Smart and Final or Costco or all these places that offer healthier versions of unhealthy food? Right. So yes, maybe the the noodles are white flour noodles, but they're using like organic vegan grass fed cheese to make like a frozen mac and cheese, right. right? Like it's just about making healthier swaps if you can. And these companies are offering access to the masses by doing it that way. And I was just really shocked at some of the judgment 
that I've seen in the wellness community. And like you said, the out of touchness of being like, I don't know how people live like that. Right. But it's like, actually, that's just so, yeah, it's just, it really. Like how fortunate are we that we can care about those types of like little ingredients? Yeah. And then, but you know what? It's interesting though. It's like, we also talk about, so we're talking about like sort of like the dark side of the wellness (laughs) world. But also within that, and you and I have touched on this recently, is that like a lot of people in this community can become, and and we've even felt the impulse ourselves, so I'm not putting this on other people. It's easy to fall into this obsessive Mm -hmm. sort of um, mentality about this kind of stuff. And that is just as unhealthy as like drinking a soda because you know what? Like, and I'm literally haven't drank, I haven't had a soda in like 20 years because I don't, (laughs) I think it's like sugar double water like but at the end of the day it's like we can't qualify what is better for you because like stress is just as detrimental as the shit you put in your body yeah if not more detrimental we um Ali and I are both um I know we mentioned this earlier in the year but we're both going to the institute of integrative nutrition right now and I remember one of our um, modules, there was this, um, lecture and they talked about, do you remember this, this like little town in Pennsylvania? And it was, um, from a long, basically like they had this, this one little community had lower rates of all these major diseases that were plaguing the United States. And so all of these like medical professionals were like, well, we have to study what they're doing. Yeah. And actually it was like a very like working class community. Um, they did not eat great. And they drank a lot of wine. I think it was actually like an Italian, yeah. like, like little community. But their stress levels, really? even with that, were so decreased because they had such a Yes, yes, I community. do remember talking about that. They had this. such a big, not only did they have like family, like generations of family living, living with them, yeah. but their na- like they had such like a neighborhood community where they had trust and they could like run over and like ask someone to watch their kid. Like it was just such a community environment that their stress levels were so low yeah. that they did not get as sick. Yeah even though they were eating just as bad as the right. rest of the country. And I was like, when I listened, I was like, holy crap, because I think that concept, right, it's like, I think that's where it comes from and that, you know, being so inundated with information information, yeah. and I think that's like back to what I talked about earlier in this episode of Post Whole 30, that's what I've been really struggling with yeah. is because, um, yeah, I've been really struggling with finding balance because I now have all this information and I know how food processes in my body and what not only what makes me feel good and what doesn't make me feel good, but what can raise the volume, right, genetically to get cancer or get right. disease. And I, like, don't know how... It's like I've forgotten how to eat because I only... It's like I... I and that's why it's like I'm not trying to be restrictive. Yeah. But it's like, I know how to do Whole30. I can do a cleanse, but I don't know how to just like go eat brunch with my friends. Yeah. And and I'm trying to because this isn't the way I want to live. And I, and I think that's like part of it too is like, you know, it's honestly like it's what you do most of the time. Exactly. It's what you do most of the time. 
And um, with if you have an attitude when you're like, I'm going to really enjoy this amazing brunch and these glasses of wine, and we went out for our friend's birthday yeah. recently, and we had rosé <laughs> all day to just fall into more L.A. stereotypes. But you know what? The amount of decompressing I did and how how much like stress was lifted out of my body to have like a beautiful day of like, I had a giant turkey burger and fries and (laughs) and I, we walked, we had like a beautiful walk in the sun and we, you know, went to a different like cafe and had more wine and it was just the amount of stress release because life has been so busy of just enjoying myself felt like one of the biggest acts of self-care that I have done in a long time. And so it's like, it, it is like IIN does have this sort of like holistic approach, and I think Meredith um, yeah. Meredith Patterson talks about it on her Meredith Patterson Brayley. If you look it up under our um, podcast with her, who's also a holistic health coach, but she was saying like there's a sort of like holistic approach yeah. in the sense it's like it's the whole. It's not like just what you eat or just the kind of exercise you do. It's like it has to do with all the areas of our life Absolutely. that really create sort of like the best kind of life we could possibly live for ourselves. Yeah. And not putting pressure on ourselves in certain ways, like removing the pressure and the judgment, the self-judgment. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like nothing is going to happen from one meal. Nothing is going to happen bad or good from like truly from one exit. Like, yeah, it's just like what happens is, in that moment, you might feel better or in that moment, you might feel worse. Yeah. And then you string a life of moments together. Yeah. And that's, but it's like, it's always about in the moment, the choice. Yeah. And that's, and I do feel like in this last like week, I've really made a conscious decision to be like, fuck this. Like I can't live like yeah. this anymore because for a huge chunk of this, like last month of March, it was really, I really struggled with my food choices And then that turned into struggling with body image Mm -hmm. in ways that I have not experienced in years. Uh And that's not to say, like, of course, like, as any young woman, like, there's ebbs and flows of liking your body or feeling sexy or feeling whatever, bloated. But it for me, it would really come and go um, since I went through my my self-love weight loss journey. But I think, you know, this, this, being inundated with so much information kind of brought it back in a different yeah. way because it it's like I don't want to get sick. Right. And I don't want to and I don't want to feel. I think that's what's hard too is when you feel so good, you know when you're not feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really um it's 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 been it's been a complicated journey um since whole 30 actually. Yeah. It was it's been really surprising, but I do feel like I'm getting back to balance and that's, that's kind of my intention for April. And my intention right now is just to find balance and to just, you know, cause people do in wellness have orthorexia or yeah. wellness can be the new eating disorder because right. you can be like, I don't eat these foods or you become so obsessive and right. that's just so unhealthy, um, for anybody. So I think that was something too, that was neat about Expo West was seeing, these different companies that might not be branded or endorsed in the wellness community, but are actually doing really cool things and providing healthier options to unhealthy foods. 
at places like Smart and Final yeah. or mass distribution like Costco or even Walmart, right? And I think like even Bonafide Provisions, right, um, which we love and is organic, good, like 100% wellness, healthy bone broth, they sell at Walmart. I know. And that's so incredible. I know. Because that offers access to organic, good bone broth nationwide. Yeah. How incredible. And I know, like, Walmart, right? Like, we all... Yeah. Like, I don't... We got our issues. I don't care. <laughs> we can say it on the podcast. We've all seen the documentary and the yeah. stories and the articles. But at the same time, I think people, people are shop shopping there. there. Yeah. yeah. And in masses. And... It's, because it's what people can afford. It's because it's what people can afford. And it's and what so it's some people only have Walmart in their area. Like they only have big box stores. I mean, we have like a million little mom and pop shops that we can support and like if we can afford to. Like I love to like, you know, I'm happy to pay two dollars more for a product if I know it's like a little, you know, corner mm-hmm. store yeah, and absolutely. I'm supporting a small business and that's wonderful. But like that's not everyone's reality. That's not everybody's reality. No. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that's like my intention right now for this new month of April is really just to continue finding balance. Like I said, it is, April has always like historically for me been a more celebratory month because so many people I love are celebrating and, um, yeah, I just want to enjoy it and find balance and take that stress away. And something that's actually really helped me too outside of food and, and exercise is, um, creating an evening ritual like I get home and I'm really tired and I just want to like scroll through my phone or um like just crash and go to sleep yeah but I found myself not doing that and um what I'm doing instead is I'll take a bath or I'll read like 10 pages of a book yeah um just something to like signify to my brain like you're decompressing you're taking care of yourself and then you can go to bed that's made a really big difference and I think is contributing to how I'm finding balance in my food choices and in in my life and practicing what I preach because like I think we talk about this a lot too is like we talk so much about self-care and wellness and even now that I have like this wealth of information like helping different friends like find some better choices some better food choices and you know but when they text me or email me and they're like, oh my God, I just ate like a piece of cake. I'm like, okay, did you enjoy it? Like, that's great. But then when I do it myself, I'm like, why did you do that? So it's an interesting part of the process that I didn't see coming of how having all this information would affect Affect. like my mental health. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I realized too recently, um, I think it was like in a Buddhist meeting, but it was like, I find that when I'm not like really setting aside enough time for that practice for mm-hmm. me, but also when I'm under rested, mm-hmm. that's when like my mental health yeah. can like take a little bit of a dip yeah. where I feel more susceptible to like the negative voices that we all have, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's really like I've noticed from sort of tracking it for myself, it's when I'm not sleeping enough yeah. that I don't have like the mental strength that I usually yeah. have against myself, right? Yeah. Like it's not, um, so just recognizing those things, you know, it is hard. It, you know, everything we talk about, I firmly believe in, like it's from a self-care perspective, but like putting it into practice is one of the hardest it things, is. especially when you're hard at work and you're trying to earn a living and you're trying to build something and like, you know, you feel like um, 
time is something that you don't, is not always on your side. Yeah. But I was listening to this um, Deepak Chopra uh, interview the other day. Um, and he was saying this concept of like, if you constantly say like, I don't have enough time or I'm running mm. out of time, he's like, you will. Yeah. And he said, you know, he's written gajillions of books and he's like a renowned spiritual leader, like around the world. And, um, he says that like the less in a weird way, it's like the less he does the more efficient he becomes Mm. like he wrote one of his books on an airplane ride once like he wrote the whole book I'm sure it went through editing but like you know what I mean in a long on a long flight yeah it didn't have to be a two-year process because it's like when you're working from a place of like being rested being aligned being all these things like you don't have to output as much to be as productive Absolutely. And so that was really, that like sort of opened my eyes. It's like, it doesn't always have to be a rat race. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. I've also been trying, like, this is, might make me sound crazy, but like talking to my body, like, <laughs> I like, that. like I'll like be laying in bed and I'll be like, Oh, legs. <laughs> like I said, a little crazy, but I'll be like, Oh, legs. Like, thank you so much for like working so hard today yeah and even like belly I'll be like belly like I hope you enjoyed all that like nourishing food I gave you like yeah you know instead of being like oh why are you a little soft or you know like or oh like I'm just trying to be like thankful of like my limbs and my body and like you know we do we have all these like millions of bugs that live inside of us and just want to work for us and care for us and I just want to like treat my body with kindness and I will say I I do feel like I'm coming out of it, you know, but it was just interesting after having, you know, again, like a relatively good relationship with my body and food for, for a long time to be in it consistently for more than like a day. Um, but you know, I think I also know it's just part of the process and it's part of, you know, using your struggles to then turn it into positive things. Truly, I think that's all part of our, and if we can look at our life as like, oh, I'm going through this for a greater purpose or to, to transform even deeper this, like, I always say like, we're like onions. Yeah. Another, (laughs) like like a blooming onion. Like, like we're just like this different onion layer inside of me now to like, okay, like I had my self-love journey and this is a new layer of that. Right. And that's probably going to be like, that's a lifelong thing for human beings. It's not, I think the purpose of like. Is getting deep. It's like, but what's the purpose of like being here if not to figure out like how how to be with ourselves, you Absolutely. know? And and you know, we are born alone and we die alone. <laughs> like I don't mean like alone literally. Yeah. Like you know, my grandfather just passed and he was like surrounded by his family and that was beautiful. But it's like at the end of the day, that's a journey that's like yours yeah you know you do it and then like same thing with like coming into this world and it's like to be able to be okay with that is a huge sort of like I mean something we all literally no human doesn't experience yeah um and you know what else is interesting when talking about just like sort of going back 
you know, I had been struggling with my health mm-hmm. and I'd probably never been eating cleaner in my entire life than the last, you know, five months or whatever. But from really like the fall through the early spring, I was having such crazy digestive issues, which I've talked about on the show. Um, really concerning having yeah. to have, I had SIBO in addition to that at one point and just, I was, I was really, it was really affecting a lot of areas of my life, but interestingly enough, after having gone back to the dirty jurors for like five days where I didn't really think much about it, I just sort of like, like I said, I had to have like chicken tenders and French fries at the bowling alley one night for dinner and I wasn't worried about it. I just, I, you know, I stick to the way I typically eat. Like I've been dairy free for a long time and all that stuff. And I popped into Whole Foods a couple times, but I also like went to the diner a couple times and, you know, um, and I just didn't think about it. And my digestion for the first time in months was fine. Mm -hmm. And because I wasn't so stressed about having a bad reaction or like, is there going to be bad uh, symptoms? Am I going to, you know, and, um, and I think being with my family, which I'm sure like and certain levels can be very stress inducing but also there's a real groundedness to it when mm-hmm. I haven't seen you know I haven't seen some of my family in years and years and years but like I'm sure subconsciously there was like a comfort there yeah. that allowed me like I wasn't trying to figure out what was going wrong or off or whatever it just like allowed me to relax and my digestion's been fine ever since. Mm. So that was sort of a learning experience. Like, I don't know if it's directly related, but like, I was so stressed about figuring out what was causing my problem that I feel like I was creating more stress and probably stress at the end of the day was causing a lot of the IBS stuff. Yeah. And it's just like that little town we learned about in school that, you know, they ate all the red meat and they worked really difficult, like working physical labor jobs and drank tons of wine, but they had lower rates of cancer, heart disease, everything because of their lack of stress yeah. ultimately well that's like the blue zones which I yeah. think we've touched on here before mm-hmm. but um if you ever like you can look it up um Dan Butner is the guy who has written books on this but um the blue zones are like the I believe there's seven zones around the world that have longest life expectancy but like the type of life expectancy that's like the healthiest mm-hmm. longest living so it's like not only do they live to be the oldest communities in the world, but um, they live the healthiest lives within that. So mm-hmm. it's like active old age, right? It's like healthy, like mentally sharp. It's not people who are like ill for a long yeah. time. It's like what Dr. Hyman calls like live to a hundred and fall off the cliff, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like, you know, like the quality yeah. of life. So it's that sort of thing, and it's traced to, like, yeah, they all have great diets and are, you know, close, typically close to an ocean in some capacity, not, like, right on the ocean, but close to bodies of water, but um, have community and routine. Yeah. Routine is the – community and routine are, like – the two major sort of links between all these zones. Yeah, because they have different religions, different different religions. Yeah. yeah, different. Mostly have like different diets. Different, even. yeah, slightly different diets. Yeah, there's one 
there's one in the United States and it's in California and it's like a seventh day Adventist vegan community. <laughs> but like they like a doctor I saw profiles on this, he was doing like open heart surgery till he was like ninety five years old. Wow. And you know, but then there's also like little a village in Sardinia and yeah. like Costa Rica. Like everybody's gonna eat differently and do Based different on their work. region, yeah. And yeah, and practice a different sort of like faith or something, but they all and one's in Japan in Japan, it's in Okinawa. It's like but they all have routine and really, really strong community. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. We just covered a lot. Sorry, yeah, that was that was a lot, but I think I'm sure I know we're not alone in the fact that everybody listening, right, has some sort of interest in wellness and in what they're putting in their body or how they're taking care of themselves. And I think, like we've said so many times, like it's so much more than just green juice and hiking. And, you know, it is like the way we manage our stress, the way we take care of ourselves, the way we enjoy the food we're putting in our mouths and surrounding ourselves with the community we surround ourselves with. It's like, that that is wellness yeah like, truly the people you surround yourself with that is part of your wellness and I think you know I it, it's so fortunate to have a community and to have spirituality and to have all these things that help you swing back on the pendulum yeah. you know so that you know you know a bad month of body image doesn't turn into six months of bad body image right, right. so I think, you know, together with our little courageous wellness community, we can yeah. definitely do it together and support one another because these are hard things. And I think depending on how many people you follow in the wellness world, like your whole newsfeed can be inundated with like, this is how you should be living your life. Right. But the truth is, you know how you should be living yeah. your life and you know how you should be eating and And if you are confused about something but interested in it, you'll find a way to find the information or test things that that work best for you. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And we have some really awesome guests coming up. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for some of them, for all of them. But um, Oh, my God. They're so good. So follow us if you're not on Courageous Wellness on Instagram because um, that's where we'll post in our stories and our teasers and... You'll get to see everything that's coming up, which is truly, truly exciting. And we have everything in our stories page. So if you want to see in like real time what the Owl Cleanse was like, um, we have a highlights in our Instagram page. Um, same with Expo West. Yep. So everything we talked about is actually like accessible through our Instagram page. And um, yeah, we'll be back next week with like a great interview. We can't wait for you to hear. And don't forget to go on iTunes and subscribe and rate. And review, please. If you're listening, please leave us um, a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. It would help us so much and take you just like a few seconds. Um, So yeah, thank you guys so much. We hope you enjoyed our stream of consciousness and conversation. (laughs) And we just love and appreciate you so, so, so much. So thank you. Until next time. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica. And we're Courageous Wellness.